Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Comic Palooza, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, and Cox ATA proudly bring to you the Radio Tag Team Champions of the World, the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. And dead here. Dead here, <laughs> a.k.a. Ned in the yellow. Ned's dead. the dead. You're listening to us this Monday, this Memorial Day. Thank you to all those who gave their lives for us on 104.5106.1. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. What do you think is happening for this day? It's Memorial Day. Do you think people on the radio stations die? No, but I said thank you to all those on this Memorial Day that gave their lives for us. All the military, man. Then you said on (laughs) 104.5. You're listening to us. Happy Memorial Day. You know what? Put your good ear. To I'm the, just, to I'm the just asking what you think exactly is happening. It's Memorial Day, so a majority of these people are not working. That's right. Listening in Conroe. So That's right. Kick back, crack so open a beer. Yeah, let's have some fun today. Mm. Um, this is our Comic Palooza wrap up show. Uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. We're going to get to today. We got a couple of good interviews we did over the weekend. One done by the illustrious Corey DLG. I'm talented. And uh, nice. one done by the talented little Sadie Savage. She's so, I Savage you know, Clan. Um, yeah, the Savage Clan in full effect. You know, she said, um, oh, I should do more of these. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I was like, now you know why we that like to talk to people. That seems to be a people. common response. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is. Every time we do interviews with people, that's what they say. We should do more of these. We should do more of these. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. So, real quick, uh, Comic Palooza just wrapped up over the weekend. Uh, Thank God. Man, (laughs) I look forward to it so much every year, but by Sunday, I am dead. It's it's like if Christmas was a truck that ran you over. Yes, <laughs> it's exciting. You yet. mean like regular Christmas? What? No. What, what are you doing? What? Oh yeah, remember he's under twenty, so he still gets all those fun Christmases. Oh, right? yeah. like he's exhausted because he, like he still, opens gifts. Santa and Claus things. still visits him, right? right. Yeah. yeah. Or his parents. I'm on the yeah, list. Yeah, you know, I'm on the Santa don't give a blow <laughs> list. But um, yeah, it was a good time. I mean, what's the um? Let's do the positives. Let's start positive in the show today. What was the one of the things this weekend that you enjoyed the most about Comic Palooza, Corey the DLG? Mm, I I love the whole experience. Like just as a whole, Comic Palooza conventions in general, it's fun to go and be around the people. You know, we get we do this fifty two weeks a year, twice twice a week now. We we grind it out. We're hustlers. We're grinders. It is pleasant to get the batteries recharged, and that's yep, what yep, happens yep. when you get around. Everyone else who like minds, all these, all these other nerds. There's so much good, great nerd energy there. Like everything from the Legos to the makerspace to the, yeah. I mean, like everyone's you know doing their nerd thing to and karaoke. It, yeah, exactly. And it like it, you, it fuels the the nerd fire. You get re inspired when you when you go to these things and you see everybody else doing their nerd stuff. So yeah. like I, you, you need it. You need it. You need it. Nico DLG, what was uh, what you? Uh, the panels were a lot of fun this year. The ones that you went to or the ones that we hosted? Oh. The hosted ones. Those I were a lot of fun. It was nice to interact with the people in the crowd and like just to hear all their questions. It was interesting. It was a lot of fun. And Nico said nine words in two panels. He did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this was the first year that us as Nerd Thug Radio, we, we hosted our own panels. Now, he is no version to panels. He sat in with Zach last year and just kind of ran crowd control, I guess. That's true. Kind of yep. like we did this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it was good. We did a podcasting 101. Uh, and a Let's Talk Wrestling pot, uh, panel that had more people than I ever anticipated. I uh, mean, I was like, uh, it was probably between the both panels, 120 people that we I talked to? I think so, yeah. 100, somewhere in that range. I would say like 30 to 40 in the first one and about 50 in the second one. I mean, it was a good number of people. And so, like, 
Yeah, it was a lot more than I thought. I thought I, I totaled at twelve is what I was betting on. Right. And that was including friends and family. Right. And just uh, <laughs> including us. <laughs> right. On stage. Yeah. And to see the people, you know, question after question after question, especially in the podcasting one on one, people really were needing help and needing answers and wanting to know how to grow. And uh, they were very into it, which was cool. And then afterwards, you know, they get a chance to come talk to you. And just to hear them, thank you for doing this. Like, yeah, did anybody I, I else get this. like six guys' numbers? You did. I know. People love me. I know. They're they like, were hey, all what? looking for a date. They were like, what are you hey. doing What are you doing later? And I was like, I'm, I'm going to be here. I'll be here walking yeah, around. Yeah, I don't want. What do you mean? Wasn't too impressed with Deal Day. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, a lot of deals. Sunday but, was sort uh, of a lackluster. Now, there was one guy Saturday who was trying to throw some deals at me. Where he was basically like, he, he all of a sudden Saturday was like, hey, um. I don't want to come back tomorrow. He basically was like, I'll sell this whole box of comics to you for like 70 bucks. And I was like, I don't, I don't need this whole box. Why don't, why don't I want to buy a whole <laughs> yeah. box of comics? Like, he goes, I'll get you your own and you could pick out like 100 comics you want for like 70 bucks. And I was like, I don't want your comics. I don't want these guys. <laughs> say the, uh, they'll say Savage found some Funko Pop deals. Those Funko Pops are coming back, man. Do you think? That, I, so here's my. Th- I think. I think we're on the. You give your thought. I'll give you my thought. Okay. Go I ahead. think we're on the tail end of the Funko Pop cycle. I don't. So they got. They got. I think they'll exist forever. Well, they got. Real, well, they're gonna exist forever. But I they mean, got real big uh, about what three years ago. Yeah. Let's agree yeah. to that. Three yeah. years ago. Uh, and then they started kind of tailing off. And, like, last year there were some people, but it weren't too much. Right. But you can always tell what's in at the moment because that's what is the majority in every booth. I and totally this agree. This year was Funko totally Pop. Agree. And I really think it's Yeah, they, the really last... came back, they really came back strong this year because I feel like they weren't as prevalent last year. Yeah. I think in the last six months, though, I think Funko Pop has gotten a hold of some new licenses. Yeah. And so they're expanding outside of your normal uh, – like Marvel, DC, superhero type stuff. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, just about any kind of pop culture, television show, or anything, they're making Funko Pops. The Golden right Girls, the I bought Happy my, Days, I bought video my, games. Video games. My first Funko Pop in like two and a half years. What Animes. Uh, Roadhog from Overwatch. Over, yeah, Overwatch, video games. Video games is I mean, what I'm about to say. Yeah, you, the Harry Potter, the, the Lord of the Rings, the WWE, uh, just about anything. Uh, Westworld already has... Um, Funko pops and out, I, but but I think that that's why we're on the tail end of this cycle. I don't know. Man. Everyone's got them. Everyone's selling they just them. Keep coming, and everyone's got different branches of exclusives. Like you see, like a Walgreens exclusive, a, a Bed Bath and Beyond exclusive, a Target exclusive, a Target exclusive, Con exclusive. So one of the uh, things that Little Say Savage, uh, you know, Harry Potter is her deal. Okay, that's her stuff, man. And Luna Lovegood is one of her favorite characters. And so we go to this booth. And there's this Luna Lovegood, and it's, like, decorated all out. And she's got the glasses that she wears. She knows more than I do about it. And it says con exclusive on it. I was like, hmm. You know, a lot of places are selling these things 12 15 30 40 bucks tops. So I asked the guy, how much do you want for this one, man? He's like, 90 Oh. Okay, well, you can keep that. That, that one's going to stay with you. Oh, I'm go around the corner. Right. It's like, 90 bucks, man. Whoa. Holy gizmo. Yeah, those start those start climbing really fast. They do. Whoa. Yeah, the ones that are really there's like weird rarity to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a guy. There's a guy I know who was a manager at uh, Space Cadets, and he he was like, "Yeah, I'm selling my my Funko Pop collection." I was like, "Oh, you, you over it?" Or he's like, "Well, I want to take a trip, and so I'm just unloading what I got, and that's how I do it." I said, "Okay, cool." And so he, he was telling me how he has like the whole Futurama set. Okay. Except they made a blue crab Zoidberg. That was exclusive to something. Probably okay. Hot Topic or... Something. And uh, they only made like 2,000 of them or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
and he doesn't have it, but nobody has it, and nobody's looking for it. Like, there's not a market on it. Okay. Like, nobody... There's not one on eBay, like, for the million dollars, and nobody can find any of them. Or, like, nobody's even asking where the blue crab is. Hmm. So, that to me tells me that it's hit or miss still. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's also... I mean, it's hit or miss on what type of character. I mean, it's Futurama, it's that guy. I mean... You it's know. Zoidberg, but like it's a version of Zoidberg. Like, no, it's not in the show. It right. like, doesn't exist. Yeah, it's like a weird alternate. So people are kind of like, eh. Maybe it's so rare it doesn't exist on eBay. Ooh. My favorite thing about the entire con. Can I tell the dog story? Is that too much here? Uh, Let's do that later. We'll do, do that later. Really. We'll do that in segment it's a, four. It's a radio tease. Radio tease. I'm going to tell you my favorite story of Comic Palooza in segment four today. So stick around for that. Ooh. Um, but yeah, I. um. It was good, man. We did some good filming with uh, Woodlands Online guys. I love talking to cosplayers and teasing them and messing with them. Like, yeah. That's so much fun. So you guys be on the lookout for that this week. Uh, he's got a whole Comic Palooza wrap-up thing with he calls Little Geeks, and then Corey's mixed in there interviewing some cosplayers like we always do. Um, that was fun. Like, we got to do it this time. Can I say one thing about cosplay, though? Go to town. Um, this might be like a uh, shocker to both of you, but I'm not super impressed with Spider-Man cosplayers. Go no. on, like the one they just buy the the, the whole costume, the body they suit. Did, they didn't make it. They just they buy a bodysuit and they walk around, and all of a sudden, like everybody's like, "Oh, it's Spider Man! Let's take a picture." You know what's cool? They didn't make it. The Spider Mans that are dressed up as the early hoodie costume that he goes back to when Tony right. Stark it's takes. Like, it's like they make the suit right that when he they made. make when they make the suit right. that he made. That's a cool one. I'm just I not saw a, a few of those. I'm yeah. not a fan of the bodysuit um, cosplays. Yeah, but that's like the easy it's thing. It's like a it's, costume. Now it's just a Halloween costume. Well, okay, now let me ask you this. So sure. there's the girl from Overwatch who is, her name's Diva. Diva's the big tank yeah, yeah, driver yeah. girl. Right, she wears, and a, she body wears a little bodysuit. Right. But she also puts the makeup on and the hair piece. Okay. So when if they somebody... Go, if they go bodysuit, they do hair, they do makeup, and they like accessorize with it, okay. Because okay. she does, you know, okay. that's, I can do that. Okay. But just let's throw a whole like... Like you'll see Rogue. Like I saw some Rogues today from X Men. If they go a whole bodysuit and they just wear a wig and that's it. I'm like I'm cosplaying, no jacket, right? No, no nothing. N- no gloves. No gloves. No thigh high boots. Yeah, nothing. Just okay. all right. Okay. No, I get you. I get You're you. Just a glorified the, Halloween costume. The belt on the hoop. Yeah, not even that. Okay, all right. I get it. I just get a glorified it. Halloween costume. Or the people that don't fully commit to the costume. Like I saw. <laughs> you have to commit to the bit. I saw a guy walking really around, do. Right, really do. and he was uh, trying to cosplay Mick Foley, a la Corey DLG. I do. So he had Mick the Foley. he had the fan, the flannel, cut off, the cactus jack shirt, the belt, and then like blue jeans and, and Jordans. It's like you, oops, you you gotta commit oops. waist down. You gotta finish. You gotta finish, man. You gotta finish. You gots to finish. So yeah, that was really that's that's my peeve. That's no, my I'm with you. There, if man. you if you phone it in, don't phone it in. Also, I almost want to be like, don't even wear it. Yeah, no, yeah, don't for even, sure. Don't don't even do it. Don't come to school half dressed. I'm yeah. with you on that. I got more like props for those people that try to make their own costume and fail miserably, but it's a full costume. Right. Because you made it yourself and you wore it, you tried. Also Amen. If you know that your costume isn't as good as some other people's, don't pose in the group photo. Yeah. Like when nine Aquaman are together and you're just the guy in the speedo, don't do that. <laughs> and you're wearing a t-shirt that you drew muscles on. Right. When they're doing body paint and they've manufactured fish hooks and <laughs> crowns and, and like, yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't do Don't that. get in the photo. Also, but definitely ask for that photo because it makes it way funnier. Yeah. Ask, yeah. If hey, you do though, tell them you want the can, photo. Can you send me the copy of that? Thanks, and guys. also like, as we're getting out of here, 
like six years now, and I've seen the same people in the last five years in the same costume. Like, I don't know how you do that. I don't recognize anybody. Come on, yeah, you're I'm because a, you're like a steel trap. But like, you you do point them out. You're like that guy was wearing that last year, and I'm like, how do I? I don't know if that's true or not at this point. It is true. But let's jump out to a break. We come back. Uh, we're gonna get into some of the interviews we did at Comic Palooza. Stay right there. about Space Cadets and Gaming Gaming. They got Magic the Gathering, Friday Night Magic. They got Flux. They got Munchkin. They got Hero Clicks. They got Settlers of Catan. They got Zombicide. They got all kinds of games. We're there all the time, us being Nerd Thug Radio. Come hang out with us anytime we're there. Also, mention that we sent you, and BMAC will give you 10% off your highest ticketed item. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on I-45 on, on Robinson Road across from the Woodlands Mall. Hey guys, Joey Savage here from Nerd Thug Radio. I want to talk to you about my friends over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. School is about to be out. You need programs for the summer. What better way than to train in the art of Taekwondo? As the leader in martial arts in North Houston with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe, there's one in Magnolia. So wherever you're at here at Nerd Thug Radio, you can get there. They have amazing martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in your family. We're talking, if you're three or you're 63, there is a place for you at Cox ATA. Make sure you can check them out at www.coxata.com, or you can just search Cox ATA on social media. If you mention Nerd Thug Radio, they will give you two free weeks of training. So go see my friend, Mr. Cox, a.k.a. the Nerd Ninja, because Cox ATA Martial Arts, we teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, my name is James Vinhouse. I write the Night Owl Society for IDW, and you are listening to Nerd Thug Radio. I hate you, I love you, I hate that I love you. Don't want to, but I can't put nobody else above you. I hate you, I love you, I hate that I want you. You want her, you need Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo. I am your captain, the Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Dead here. Oh, dead. I don't even know what that means. I, I feel it, though. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, Let's, um, before we jump into a little bit about these interviews we did at Comic Palooza, dead? No. DLG of the Corey Variety, tell our friends about Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. I will tell you about my friends, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. They are located on Robinson Road across from the Woodlands Mall, and they are the place to go to have yourself a gaming good time. Ooh, they like are family-friendly. They got Friday Night Magic. They got Dungeons & Dragons almost daily. I'm going to say daily. They're closed Sundays, though. Um, they got all kinds of board games. They got demo games. This is the place to go. You got your kids with you. It's, the summer's coming up. You want to go somewhere. Look, you go in here. You play some games throughout the day. You got an hour to kill. You're running errands. You got stuff. Then you find a game the kids like, you buy it. That way, when they're bugging you all summer long, you go, hey, what happened to that? I spent $80 on Settlers of Catan. Can you go play that? Leave me alone. And then there you go. You settled it. Settled it for all summer. Dunzo. Settlers of Catan did. Yeah, you Settlers of Catan did. They got, <laughs> Ticket to ride it. They got tons of, they got Vanguard. They got all these all these different games. Magic the Gathering. They got the Yu-Gi-Oh! gaming. They got all these different. Hero Clicks. Flux. Hero Clicks. Flux. Munchkins. They got everything you can possibly think of under the sun. And if they don't have it, they will order it for you. Um, BMAC is the man, so go see him and let him know that we sent you. They will give you 10% off your highest ticketed item. It is Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. They're our friends. They are our friends. 
And speaking of friends, we made two of them this we weekend. We made two awesome friends. Um, so we're going to roll here in a second these two interviews we did. Uh, the first one is going to be little Sadie Savage interviewed a comic writer. Her name is Vita Ayala. She's out of Brooklyn. Uh, she's uh, got super cool. Super, super cool, cool, man. She's done some stuff on Wonder Woman, uh, Batgirl, and she's done her own independent stuff. So, you know, look Vita Ayala up uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then right after that, you're going to listen to Corey DLG, who interviewed uh, Sarah Richard. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Who is a super talented artist. The, she is amazing. You need to check out her website. Go to the website. Check it out. Go to the website. Check it out. We'll put it up uh, with the link on the show, to on the podcast that drops today. Uh, she's done stuff like Bob's Burgers, Ghostbusters, Rick and Morty. Eisner nominated. Though. Eisner nominated, which is a huge deal. So sit back, relax, enjoy these two interviews, and we'll be right back. I'm Sadie Savage from Nerd Thug Radio, and I'm here interviewing Vita, a comic book writer at Comic Palooza. Vita, um, what made you want to start writing comics? That's a very, very good question. Um, hello. Uh, I could not help writing. As soon as I learned how to read, which was probably about when I was your age, I learned a little later in life, um, I needed to write. And I spent every single day all my free time writing. And so a good friend of mine, when I was working at a comic book shop, actually, uh, said that I should pitch for comics because I love them so much and I wrote all the time. And he, he made me do it. And it worked out. Okay, um, what is your what was your favorite comic book character growing up, if you had one? I had two. Is that okay? Okay. Uh, my two the two characters that got me into reading comics. How about that? Uh, were Storm from the X Men and Wonder Woman uh, from DC, who I thought was Puerto Rican until I was sixteen, when my mom had to break my heart and tell me she was not. <laughs> but yeah, they're my two favorites when I was growing up. Okay, now, I was going to ask, what's your favorite cereal? My favorite what? Your favorite cereal. Cereal? Yeah. Food? Count Chocula. <laughs> it's amazing, and I can only get it on, like, Amazon now, which is unfortunate. <laughs> it's my favorite cereal. How about you? Exactly, the same thing. Nice! Um, about what is your book, The Wilds, about? That's a good question. Um, my book, The Wilds, is a post-apocalyptic book. That means there was a big disaster, and it takes place after that. And uh, it's a zombie book, but the zombies are beautiful. Uh, they have flowers growing out of them instead of being all rotten and gross. And it is about how uh, people are often exploited, and it's okay to say no to that. So this group of survivors is being taken advantage of, and they s- decide to stand up for themselves and say no. We will not have it. So, yeah, that's what the book's about. And it's, it's uh, drawn by Emily Pearson, who is amazing, and she does, you know, just as much story work as I do, and it is colored by Marissa Louise, who is so awesome, and she absolutely sets the tone across the board, and it's a really, it's a really fun book. Okay, now, last question. Do you like mayonnaise or mustard on your sandwiches? I like both. Is that weird? I like both. Uh... You know, mayonnaise I didn't use to like, but it, it adds a little bit of creaminess to it. But that mustard, you got that nice vinegar to it. It's, it's delicious. I can never choose. <laughs> okay. Thank you for um, letting us interview you. Thank you for... Uh... Thank you very much for your questions. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, guys. This is Corey with Nerd Thug Radio, and we are out here at Comic Palooza. 
having a good time. And with me right now is Sarah Richards. Uh, Richard. One I did Richard. It. Yeah, one Richard. Richard. Singular Richard. <laughs> That's starting the interview off great. I'm a real professional. No you guys know it. me. Um, Eisner nominated, though, Sarah Richards. That's a big deal. All right, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Thanks. Um, well, yeah, Eisner nominated. Um, I work on My Little Pony mostly right now, uh, but I was nominated for my book, uh, Kitty and Dino. That was through Yen Press. Um, and uh, right now I'm just kind of trying to promote my book, The Ghost Owl. That's... Uh, my next like big book project, uh, Franco from Aya Comics um, wrote it, and he does like Tiny Titans and all that too. Um, it's a fully hand painted graphic novel. It took me like a year to do, so I'm trying to get that out in the world right now. So yeah, other than that, it's ponies all the time. So <laughs> that is a huge commitment, a hand painted graphic yeah. novel. Duh. <laughs> I mean, you just said a year, so like. I know artists keep track of it. Work hours. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Oh, my God. Um, well, I spread it out through a year in between pony stuff. But, I mean, a normal day on each page would probably be, like, 11 to eleven in the morning to about, like, probably 1 or 2 at night <laughs> with some lunch breaks in between and maybe fresh air for two seconds just to feel alive. But yeah. A lot of cursing at yourself. How did I talk myself into yeah, this? exactly. And it's like, it's all going to look great when it's done. And that's just what you got to keep t- telling yourself. That in podcasts. Podcasts got me through a lot of it, too. Yeah. So do you, when you when you agree to do something like that, yeah. like, you know what it's going to take, but yeah. about when do you hit the wall where you're just like, this was not what I thought I was doing? <laughs> I never hit that with this book. Like, it was something me and Franco wanted to do so bad that, like... I, I, like, I, I can't talk. I believed in it so much that that really kind of kept me going through it. But well, tell everybody what it's about. Sure. Uh, so it's about a little girl ghost that shows up in a swamp, and an owl helps her figure out who she is and why she's there. And um, there's a whole lot of spoilers if I go on any more than that. But it's uh, where, where if they're hearing this right now, they've missed you at yeah. Comic Palooza. This is going to air on Monday. Right. Where can they find this and find you? Yeah. Uh, so you can get it on Amazon. You can get it at your local comic shop, uh, Barnes and Noble, and bookstores should have it as well. And if they don't, you should ask for it because they can get That's it for right. you. That's right. um, and we're working on a sequel right now too. So it's been the free oh. sales have been so well that the, the um, publishing company wants us to work on the next one. And Franco is ten pages in, scripting out the the sequel. So, um, but or you look on my website at sararichard.com. I've got an upcoming appearances list, and I will have it with me into the future. So yeah, and I was looking at your website earlier today, and it's gorgeous. You've got a lot of your art on there. Uh, you have a really cool style. It's very, um, your Hobbs. I saw your Hobbs, hey. and I was like, that is eye-grabbing. Oh, That's a you. really cool, I don't know, you seem so happy. Yeah, yeah, I like I like doing happy things. I like doing, like, spooky, dark, creepy things, too, but it always, I, I mean, I grew up on, like, Lisa Frank, too, so the colors help, you know, that come through. Happiness. It's like a like a Lisa Frank acid wash yeah, a little bit. Like thanks. it's very cool looking yeah, though. Yeah, someone's like, "This is psychedelic." I'm like, "Right on, <laughs> love it." It is, and the owls are everywhere right now. Yeah. Obviously, because you probably spent a year straight yeah, looking I mean, at owls. They're just my favorite thing too. Like I, I'm kind of obsessed with owls, so I'm working on an owl oracle card set with my friend who does readings and is like crazy psychic. So like. We're going to put that together with the Source Point Press. Uh, hopefully that'll be uh, later on in the year that I'll get that out. Um, look, at, look at that. Scoops left and right. Yeah. We just stumble into yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. Just, uh, just got to keep swimming. <laughs> so. Well, it's great work. I hope you have a great comic palooza. Where, where are you based out of originally? Um, from New Hampshire. Um, I'm living in Salem, Massachusetts right now. So, oh. like, Halloween every day. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty rad. So, so are you traveling, like, nonstop? Is this, like, a rare travel for you? Uh, it's No, I'm, I've got a lot of shows coming up this year for sure. Um, um, all over the states. I did some in Canada this year, um, doing a Denmark and Norway show. Uh, one in Horsens, Denmark, and one in Bergen, Norway. Um, 
in uh, later on this year. Um, yeah. yeah, but you just booked those so you can vacation for travel expenses, right? I mean, like, I, this whole thing, all this comic stuff is just to travel around the world <laughs> and see things, yeah. Do karaoke in foreign lands and such. Oh, no, there's a dream right there, yeah, yeah. bucket list right yeah. there. Well, thank you very much for your thank time, you. Sarah. I want to let you get no back worries. to making money. We kidnapped her people. That's what we did. Help. 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 Uh, so thank you very much, Sarah. Uh, enjoy your con. Thank you. thank you for coming to Houston. Please come back next year. Um, so one more time, the ghost. No, this is like mild. This is this is not even. We got out today. And we're like, hey, it's cool today. My shoes were melting. <laughs> so it's the ghost and the owl. The ghost, the owl. SarahRichard.com. Yep. Check it all out. It's all good stuff. Thanks. There's already a sequel in the works, so you know you've got to get the first one yeah. so you know about the second That's one. That's right, yeah. It's going to be rad. Um, yeah, follow me. Uh, there's links on my website to, like, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. I have a Patreon as well. There's a link on my website for that. Um, what, do you, what do you do on the Patreon? The Patreon, it's awesome. Uh, anybody who's a patron of mine uh, gets first dibs on uh, stuff I can't see or stuff I can't show people can't see uh, under and. I don't do any of the NDA stuff on there, ah. but if I'm doing a gallery piece, like I'll show it um, early, and usually oh, okay. that's a few weeks before I post it on the rest of my social media. Um, and you get like guaranteed art, and you get first dibs on my commission lists, which usually fill up immediately I if they even that. happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so right now I'm a little too busy to take on any commissions, but if you become a patron, you get like guaranteed art um, and like special prints throughout the year, and like little doodles I'll just send to you in the mail. Um, yeah, in my undying gratitude. <laughs> a virtual high five. Those are those are awesome. Those you are should want those all the time. All right, thank you very much, Sarah. Have awesome. a great have a great comic palooza. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey guys, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio reminding you about Space Cadets of Gaming Gaming. They got Magic the Gathering Friday Night Magic. They got Flux. They got Munchkin. They got Hero Clicks. They got Settlers of Catan. They got Zombicide. They got all kinds of games. We're there all the time, us being Nerd Thug Radio. Come hang out with us anytime we're there. Also, mention that we sent you and BMAC will give you 10% off your highest ticketed item. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on I-45 on on Robinson Road across from the Woodlands Mall. Hey guys, this is Adam Smasher and you are listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I am the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Ned here. You're listening to us on 104.5 106.1. Sister Stations. And worldwide at. IRLoneStar.com. I mean, those two gals were super cool, super chill. They were awesome. They're like the epitome of the cool comic book creator. And they, you know, we're talking about this movement of women coming mm-hmm. in entertainment and the LGBT community and all these things. If these are the ambassadors, I then open the doors wide open. Yeah, because here it comes. Yeah, because these girls were great. They're talented. They're great. They're super talented. They're super friendly. The work is good. And uh, they, they're they open to sharing their story and, and talking about what they do. Right, and they're awesome. awesome. Uh, before we get going and talking a little more about Comic Palooza, I would like to take a moment and talk about our friends at Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader of ATA Martial Arts in North Houston with two convenient locations in Conroe, 
One next to the Academy on North Loop 336. The other is on FM 1488 in Magnolia, Texas. They have amazing martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in your family. You can go from 4-year-old all the way up to 104-year-olds. They've got something for you to do. Now that summer is about to get going, you need something for the kids to do. Put them in martial arts. Put them in ATA. Make sure to check them out at www.coxata.com or search them on social media. If you mention Nerd Thug Radio whenever you sign up, they will re- you will receive two free weeks of training. Two free weeks. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills. We build leaders. We leave a legacy. This coming up weekend is a district championship for uh, the South District and ATA Martial Arts. And I say the leadership in martial arts because they're sending like 40 different athletes. That's amazing. To compete for district titles. That so is amazing. It's, uh, Sadie Savage is one of them. Um, That's so slightly less amazing. Yeah. If you want to wow. learn if you want to learn some martial arts and some good stuff from people who are successful, this is the place to go. Now let's talk comic palooza. Okay, let's do this. Okay. Um let's let's do it this way. Let's let's make let's make sandwiches. Sandwiches, okay. How do you want to do this? You make Mayonnaise or mustard? Let's do this. Mayonnaise makes it everyone creamier. loves sandwiches. Let's start it this Victoria way. Victoria hates sandwiches. Everyone hates sandwiches. I, um, I love sandwiches. Let's start it this way, real quick. Okay. Real quick. Let's go compliment Bef- negative comments. Before anything happens, I I really hope someone at Comic Palooza hears this. Okay. And what we're about to say is not just straight bashing Comic Palooza. I've been going to Comic Palooza six years myself. What about you? A hundred years, it feels like. Seven, yeah. And you're four. Four, and this is the tenth year. Yeah. So. We are not, we're not newcomers. I've been a huge supporter of Cogapalooza. Yeah, man. I have been pleased the last five years I've been going. Um, and I will just say, as the 10th anniversary of something, I expected more. Uh, yes. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about some of the things that we... I guess it's actually been my fifth year. Yeah. Let's, talk, yeah. let's, talk about, let's just talk about some things. Okay. You want to go first? I, I will go first. I will go compliment first. Compliment first. Do it. <clears throat> um... People, the staff had the ability to get you the answer to your questions. They did. This time around. This time around, the staff was properly equipped to be able... During the con. During the con, to be able to answer your questions as you're going, Hey, is this in this? Where is this? I'm looking for this. If they didn't know, they had the ability to find it and did find it for you. Correct. So that is a big bonus. That is a a good job to Comic-Palooza. Now you. Now me. <laughs> now me. Let's start from the beginning. Um, the people that... First there was time. First there was time. And then there was God. In the beginning there no, was dogs. So it was super difficult for us as Nerd Thug Radio. They made a song called... And apparently everyone else love. that we, we talked to um, that were in similar boats as us of just getting answers in preparation on the way to Comic Palooza. Well, and let's be Comic Palooza is a huge event. It's a huge event. stories of the George R. Brown. It's the entire George R. Brown Center. So I can understand having bureaucracy. And as members of the media, we were fortunate enough we did not have to pay for passes. Yes, we got into the show for free because yes. we were tip. We're kind of workers, I guess. You know, we did a lot of lead up and and sharing on social media. Yes, I had to turn in homework that we did. You know, to make sure we got these passes. Yes, we volunteered to host panels, which was super awesome. Yes, so we didn't have to pay. So I don't want to. Yes. You know, as a as a non paying person, if I had paid for Comic Palooza, if I had bought my own three day pass this year, 
I oh, been, this wouldn't have been the year to do that. I would have been disappointed. Yeah, this would have been. I, a, I, yes. I felt like the. Yes. I felt like the uh, the guest list was lackluster for our tenth year anniversary. I agree. Um, now Tom Holland's a huge get. Christian Ritter, huge get. So Charlie okay. Cox, good, you know, big but, hit. But, but even there, I'm going to stop you. That, Tom Holland is the only movie star that they got. Charlie Cox and Christian Ritter, current movie star. Yes, yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Tom Holland's the only movie star they got. Yep. Christian Ritter and Charlie Cox are the only two current TV stars they got. And then everyone else is they got a ton and ton and ton of what is essentially I would call C to D list people. Because even the guys from Lost weren't like the big names. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Jack in in. Um, they had know, they, had, they had some Star Trek guys. Comparison to uh, Stan Lee, like four years ago, right? right. Or last year they had a huge all of the run Defenders right. and all minus of Flash and Christian Ritter. Yeah, but they had a ton of Flash people. They had tons of. And the year before that it was Shield. The year before that it was or Sons of Anarchy as well. Mm-hmm. And then it was Shield. And then I just I I felt like they underdelivered. And, and one of the other things. Is they've always had a huge sports presence at Comic Palooza. The Derby your, your Girls, roller derbies, your uh, wrestling. wrestling. You had even a huge uh, even Quidditch video. matches. Quidditch matches. They had uh, the Doomsday Wrestling, which is like a comedy wrestling right. show. Um, beyond that, they even had a huge video game area where they had multiple projectors down. We always talk about Nico getting his his butt kicked in. Yeah, on Killer Instinct. Yeah, and this year it was like one small. Little setup for um, Overwatch stuff, which they could have done huge because they they had the Houston Overwatch team. They had all the space in the world. Plus, they had had the Overwatch. I believe they had the Overwatch voice voice cast. cast. Like there was none of that this year. No, there was none of that stuff. None of the wrestling. None of the derbies. None none of the the Quidditch. None of the the comedy stuff. Um, I don't even think they did like concerts this year afterwards, like they usually did. Um, Tons of open space on the floor. Where they could have utilized booths. I know somebody that would like to have had a booth there. Behind the scenes, a little FYI, we 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 did actively pursue getting a booth this year. We wanted to have a six months straight. I wanted to have a booth. I was told no. I couldn't go in Artist Alley. And then there was a karaoke people in Artist Alley. I tried to go fan group. No, can't do that. Oh, you can be an exhibitor. I'm not selling anything. So right. And there was there was tons of open space. Also, there were tables for groups that I don't think I'm if if, even if if they wouldn't let us. Uh, if they wouldn't let us in in Artist Alley, why do they put two different Derby Girl tables in Artist right. Alley? Even the makerspace was lackluster. So in previous yeah, years, yeah. there's been tons of makerspace booths. And this year, there was maybe one or two booths that were actually, you were able to do stuff. And those were like the public libraries that were doing it and the community colleges. Like, I don't I, I don't know what happened this year. Like, I don't, I don't know I'm what happened. I'm not sure, honestly, because I feel like... Even with like the panels, like we had, we did a panel, and there's a guy in there who was there because he actively needed answers about podcasting because he's just getting started, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I just found out when I got to Comic Palooza today and looked at the schedule that I'm supposed to do a live podcast tomorrow." Right. Like no one had reached out to him. I feel like, I mean, there was a Ramon there last year. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there were there were some balls dropped here. Tons I of think them. I think. Maybe there was maybe there wasn't something to focus on for this specific comic palooza. Yeah, I don't know. Like celebrity wise, maybe there just wasn't. But why isn't why isn't Amelia Clark here? You know, um, or or maybe you know. If I you're mean, doing your tenth anniversary, this is something that doesn't just happen in six months. Right. This is something you should have been planning for the last three years. You could have maybe had like the founders of Image come or something. Something. I mean, somebody you, you got to find somebody. 
You got to find a. Uh, there was no hook this year. No, there was no hook. And every year there's been a hook. And even Tom Holland, for you know as great as he is as Spider Man, what else has he done? Yeah, he, it's not. It's not a large resume. No, it's not. Certainly not. I He's don't know that. Spider Man. I don't know that it's worth one hundred and seventy five dollars a photo. I just yeah, I was it was it was very disappointing. As I'm walking around, you know, and there's tons of exhibitor booths, which is they're always going to be right, there and it's great. People are going to buy stuff. The Dynamo, the Five Hour Energy, the NASA guys, great, that's, great. And the that's Marines, wonderful, cool. But I, you know, one of the other things, go back to the uh, here. We, we could do this. We talked to your buddy uh, from Dragon's Lair. Okay. Uh, the gaming section. Yeah. Uh, previous years, the gaming section was huge. It's been huge. There's always games going on. Uh, a friend of ours that I talked to quite often, Scott, used to run HeroClick stuff there. Right. And he said starting last year, it became so difficult to deal with that he doesn't even do it anymore. Right. And then your buddy at Dragon's Lair found out. How soon did he find out that whoever was going to do it dropped the out? The week before he found out that the uh, whoever was doing it had dropped out. And now they basically were like, can you handle this? And he said, yeah, I got you. But there wasn't a whole lot of stuff. I mean, a not, week. Not, yeah, he's got a week to prepare. But there wasn't a whole lot of games that were planned like, Hey, at two o'clock today, we're gonna play Pathfinder or Destiny. Or right, and that's not. X-Wing. I mean, if you're only given a week, how prepared can you be? Right, but that's unfortunate. You it know? is unfortunate. I mean, and nothing against him, and not that he has to plan those things. I mean, you know, people probably could have stepped up wanting to do them themselves. They just the communication leading up to the show was very difficult. I didn't find super- out until Wednesday before the show how many passes we were actually getting. Um, it was about a week and a half before the show. I found out the panel schedule. Um, and it's just, and then I had to discuss and rearrange stuff cause they left some stuff off of that in that scenario. I just, I don't know, man. I, I got there and, and Friday wasn't big and I just looked around and I said, this is 10 years. It was it definitely this year seemed to be the hardest year for us to get it going. No, definitely that for sure. But you know, I'm, I am excited at the fact that I didn't have to buy my own passes. It yeah. was fun. Don't get me wrong. And like we said in the segment one of the show, it's all about meeting people. Like, I if, if all I did this entire con was the two panels we did and talked to those 100 people, I would have been excited because that was that yeah. was awesome. Me too. I, that it was, was awesome. great. It was Seeing a Seeing the people in costumes and you see families there and, and just the camaraderie and the Being experience. there is fun. It's Being just, there is fun. The but lead up wasn't that great. If I'm paying to be there and I'm paying to be at a 10-year anniversary... I expect more. Right. Yeah. Like I said, honestly, this year, if if we were just still fans, I personally probably would have bought a one-day pass, gone Saturday, and, been just, done with and it. been done with it. And uh, and it's it's a shame. Like, I just, you know, and we, beforehand, you talked with, oh, here's another thing, a media lounge. Not that I want to be like a, you know, can I say prick on the air? Well, we'll say snobby. Snobby. I don't want to be snobby. But, you know, last year there was a media lounge. There was a place for uh, us to kind of regroup and play in, and, and there were snacks and refreshments. And so media could go there. You could meet people, other media people, and discuss, you know, hey, have you, have, were you able to talk to this person? If so, hey, can you, know, can you help me talk to them? Right. Um, you could bump into people. Yeah, this year refresh, there was a staff lounge, which, which is, is good, great. But I think there's always been a staff lounge. There might have been. But this year, in place of the media lounge was a staff lounge, and the staff clearly deserves a lot. They, they do. Obviously, they needed that. But, but – when you, Why, if when you're you, getting rid of one, can we just keep both? When you give people media, so okay, here, here's a great question. Great question from a, from an intelligent nine year old. She, uh, we're walking around, and I've got the professional badge on, and she's got the media badge on. Okay, press pass. So, what does this press pass even do? I said honestly, nothing. At this point, nothing. Nothing. At this it doesn't point. guarantee you interviews with people. Uh, I was like, the best thing it does is it gets you in an hour early. 
Right. They're all, and that's it. That's all it does. And, I mean, when you're pressed, like, you should be given the, the option or the ability to get to some things. Uh, you should have special. I mean, you're working leading up to the show. We're there working. Yeah. Saturday was a work for us. Saturday, we, were, we left exhausted. We worked all day long trying to get this thing going, and, you know, and there's nothing there. I I love Comic Blues, and I love conventions. I love conventions. But I, I do feel like this this wasn't their best effort. This wasn't, wasn't the A team. And I say it with a heavy heart because I have been a huge fan of Comic We were Blues so stoked for it. I, the first year I went six years ago, I was blown away. Yeah. I'd never gone to a convention that, that, that was that fun. And every year I look forward to it. And, now and it's grown every year, too. It's gotten so bigger, and I think this year it got smaller. I, I do feel I like it, it, shrunk. I think it shrunk a little bit. Let's take a break. Let's come right back. I have a story I want to tell. Oh, I'm so excited. Corey's going to help me with I'm it. Pumped. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hey guys, Joey Savage here from Nerd Thug Radio. I want to talk to you about my friends over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. School is about to be out. You need programs for the summer. What better way than to train in the art of Taekwondo? As the leader in martial arts in North Houston with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe, there's one in Magnolia. So wherever you're at here at Nerd Thug Radio, you can get there. They have amazing martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in your family. We're talking, if you're three... Or you're 63. There is a place for you at Cox ATA. Make sure you can check them out at www.coxata.com or you can just search Cox ATA on social media. If you mention Nerd Thug Radio, they will give you two free weeks of training. So go see my friend, Mr. Cox, aka the Nerd Ninja. Because Cox ATA martial arts, we teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah, dig it. I hate you. I love you. I hate that I love you. Don't want to, but I can't put nobody else above you. I hate you. I love you. I hate that I want you. You want her. You need her. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I am your Captain Joey Savage with my heterosexual life partner. Corey DLG. And the Dead Ned here. And the Dead Ned. That's a good, that's a good dead ring. Ned, that is a good, yeah. You should like zombie cosplay. Oh, yeah. As Dead Ned. Dead um, Ned. So, Otherwise you know, known as Zombico. Zombico. <laughs> Man, Nico. he is on it on the puns today. You should not sleep much because when you don't. <laughs> yeah, when you're tired, you got it. You got it, bro. <laughs> what did you have? You had a pun the other day that was solid. Was it punny? Know. It, it was it was hilarious, was it? <laughs> all right. So last segment, we spent a good amount of time talking about all the things that uh, Kung Fu that we didn't like, um, that really disappointed us. With a heavy heart, we got it off our chest. Uh, but now I want to tell you about the most exciting thing that I got out of Kung Fu that wasn't related to Nerd Thug Radio. Mm. Are you ready, Nico? I'm prepared. So it's Sunday. It's towards the end of the con. Uh, Corey DLG gives me a little text message. Yeah, there's to the a group. There's a panel that uh, is in the guide that I want to see. It's like an indie. They're going to launch a new line of premiere. Anyway, some sort of – it looked like it was going to be fun to sit in on. Mm -hmm. They're going to announce some new comic books and a new uh, comic book line, I guess. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. And so, okay, that would be good for us because we want to create some stuff and we can see the ins and outs and blah, 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 blah. 
So uh, me and Sadie Savage head up. We meet up with the DLG. We're going to check the panel out. So, so we're walking. We're walking. And as we're walking, we see a, uh, a lady. She starts walking towards us. She has a service An dog. An older lady with a service dog. What was going through your mind at the time? I actually, this dog looked awesome. Like, I really wanted to pet this dog. Like, it was, like, fluffy and happy and its tongue's but out. But we all know what do you do with service dogs. Don't pet them. Exactly. Right. So she goes, are you guys looking for room 371B? And we say, yeah, we yeah, are. There's nobody in there. Like what? I said, well, you know, the windows are tinted black. Um, did you open the door to see if maybe someone's in there? She's like, oh, I did, and it's not even on the list. I'm like, oh, let me open the door and just find out. As I am opening said door, another lady arrives from around the corner, and, and there's a water cooler right across. I've already started walking away from everybody to grab water when this starts. Okay, and so this lady looks at the lady, the dog lady, and she says, "Excuse me, ma'am." I just want to let you know. And at that point in my mind, I'm like, what? She's she? got it. So, okay. She has a black shirt on. So I thought she was staff. Right. And I thought service lady had already asked her, hey, what's going on with 371B? I thought this woman was coming towards yes. us with information. About what was about to happen. That's right. what I thought. And she says, um, ma'am, excuse me. I just wanted to let you know that what you said to my husband was extremely rude and disrespectful. What? Dog lady responds, I don't care. Oh my god, what's going on? Lady B then responds and says, My husband's dog just died, and what you did back there was extremely disrespectful and rude, and I don't appreciate it. Dog lady then responds, Well, you know what I don't appreciate? I don't appreciate getting bombarded by a bunch of people wanting to pet my service dog. This is a service dog. It's not for all you. It's for me. It's mine. And I was like, oh, man, this is getting great. What is happening? And so then Lady B then responds again. She says, well, his dog just died, and he's having a hard time, and that was disrespectful. And she, and Dog Lady then responds, if you want a dog, you can go to the shelter, and you can adopt a new one. Not my problem. It's like, whoa. And then, you know, Lady B then again was like, well, you hurt his feelings. That's wrong, and you need to be told what you do. Things are wrong. And I just think that was super disrespectful. And she goes, I don't care. And just walks off into the sunset. Right. Oh, that was, was amazing. It was what? great. And I'm witnessing the whole thing. I slammed like five cups of water during this exchange because like, I was like, this is awesome. It's like I was watching a movie. <laughs> it right. was great. It was awesome. It was fantastic. nuts. Because they're not being quiet. No. They're not being quiet at all. And we're all within three feet of them. Yes. <laughs> Literally, I am here and they are two feet over there. And Corey is like we're we've made a, a triangle, right? Oh, we man. have made a so right angle triangle. The, you got we got all, all of it. Oh, I thought something man. was about to go down. I, like, I was hoping for a fight. What's happening? I thought yeah. she was going to release the dog. Yeah, <laughs> just go. God! Service dog, service with murder. Service. Like it was. I, okay, so here's the thing, and and we were talking about this. Uh, they were both being incredibly huge jerks. Um, both lady A and B. Right. But it doesn't change the fact that lady, uh, service dog lady was right. Yeah, yeah and no. service dogs, you do not pet them. No. I don't care if your dog died. You know, that dog is doing a service. It's working. Now, That's what it's doing. It's working. Now, yeah. I do think He's working. He's got a job. fraudulent service dogs are rampant. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that on this show before. Right. But fraudulent or not, until you know which way that goes, you got to leave the dog alone. I right. mean, if someone walked up to me and was like, hey, my kid just died. Can I hold your kid? No. No. Absolutely not. Well, yeah, and then no, I get into I mean, a fight. This is my service kid. You can't have it. Yeah. Right. This kid is here to bring me my liquor. I don't, bought this kid. Leave this kid alone. It's mine. <laughs> but, I uh, mail her. It, it was. It uh, was. It was. 
On a day where I was losing a lot of battery life because mm-hmm. I was tired and bro, know, that gave us a shot. The burnout. I was like, oh my god, this is enough energy to walk home. Yeah, I'm gonna walk to the car to get home. Yeah, this it was, was, You went from walk home to walk to, walk to the car yeah, yeah, to get yeah, home. home. Home is an hour away. Um, it was a fantastic exchange though because woman, the uh, woman B, the one who walked up, was just adamant. That woman A had clearly screwed up. It was clearly a mistake. Her fault. It was clearly her fault. When when in all reality... It wasn't. You're putting an imposition on somebody. Like, if they had a choice, they wouldn't have a service dog. Right. They would just not have the issue. Yeah, exactly. So acting like she's rude because you can't play with her dog. Yeah. Like... <laughs> this is a dog that just shows up. Right. With it's not like she just showed up with the dog for fun. Right. Right. And she refused to let anybody touch it. Hey, let me ask you this. If it's you have working. A, if you have a service dog and, okay. a, and a pet dog that's not like, let's say you had a pet dog, developed an issue, get a service dog. Okay. Does the service dog and the pet dog, what's their relationship? I don't know. Because service dog works there. Yeah. Pet dog lives there. there. So do you think pet dog is like, hey, that's my bed. You you go get the you get yeah. the slaves quarters. <laughs> or like, well, like, wait, why are service dogs slaves? This just went. What dark. do you mean? They're owned. They're owned to. They're serve working, you. but they have jobs. They have do jobs. They? What's the pay like? And then are they off duty? Tell me about the benefit structure of service dog I mean, life. They're not living in a shelter. They're oh oh so because they're being treated good, it's not slavery. They're dogs. Yeah. <laughs> When they're retired, you can they're, go. You can go adopt them. Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh you, you Maybe s- this is what is going on. My mind is being blown right now. You just freed the old slave. But do you think like yeah, the regular dog is like yeah, service you, dog? Go get my bones. Yeah. How do you think they <laughs> handle each other? He's like, you work here, I live here, bro. You're a get. I need to go. Like, I need to go to the restroom. Take yeah, me outside. Open the door. Open the door. <laughs> He's like, you realize I'm a dog too, right? Yeah. Get the car. <laughs> service dog. Bring me my lunch. I'm going to take it in bed today. This this seems like a short story we should write. I think so. Like I just love the we idea. We have so many ideas. So I love the idea that that pet dog is is like, "Oh, what? Like he works here?" Oh, okay. Cool. But do you think service dog is like like haughty about it? He's like, "Yes, I have trained medical experience." Yeah, and he's like, "What do you do?" While you're sitting at home being lazy and fat, I get to go out and see people in the yeah. world. Excuse me, I have to go to work now. I have to go to comic Some Cruiser. of us have a <laughs> job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I get to go see Incubus play tonight while you will be here doing nothing. Meanwhile, Pet Dog is like, you're a slave to the system, man. Free yourself. <laughs> Give me some more doggy treats. By the way, would you would you bring me my dog bowl? I'm, it's kind of far away. I'm hungry. I think I might be having a seizure service, dog. Help me. That's, <laughs> I can just that talk about That is not a service th- I provide. I can talk about this forever. You're being a jerk, Pet Dog. <laughs> but like... I get to ride in the car. The, the, when I ride in the car, they put the windows down and my head goes out. That's so right. Take that, service dog. Well, service dog, people get to pet me. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. That's the ultimate thing. Yeah. I don't like you, people touching me anyways. You son of a... <laughs> <laughs> take that back. Yeah. Take I, it back, take it back now. <laughs> I definitely think Woman B, when she walked up, well, I think she expected... That was an aggressive, like... I think she she expected an apology. I do, too. For sure. I think she thought when she said, listen, lady who clearly has an ongoing serious medical issue, what you need to understand is that my husband suffered the loss of a pet that doesn't live as long as humans anyway. And she really thought that the person who's dealing with this serious ongoing medical issue was going to go, that's really sad, and I'm sorry. And instead, she said, I don't... Care. She said, I have ongoing serious medical issues that prevent me from giving a crap about your minor issue. I I have don't real life care. things happening. Well, you know what? Go to the shelter, get you a new one, problem solved. Right. And get it, a new dog. She's a hundred percent right. Like 
Like, I love animals, so I don't want to come across as, like, uh, anti-dog guy. I am a shelter parent. But. I rescued a dog. But when a dog dies, where that actually rates in the scale Grand of, scheme of things. Yeah. And then versus the person who needs a needs a service dog for an right. ongoing medical thing. How do you think they feel on a daily versus how you feel on that week or two weeks where you're feeling bad about your dog? Yeah, I don't know. Like... Service dogs are the best, though. I mean, I, but it was such a cool-looking dog. Like, I really wanted to pet him. You could probably dog. get a service dog for your diabetes. I don't have diabetes, though. Yes, you do. I, I don't? Yeah, you do. Um, I read a story looking up service dogs uh, this afternoon. Oh, okay, because you were so interested. I was, I was blown away by the exchange. That, okay. Uh, like, uh, so, um, no, I'm interested. There was a woman who claimed to be able to smell Parkinson's. Um, what? A dog could or a woman? A woman. A, woman. She, a person. Okay. So, so a lab... Tested it. They said, all right, okay, we got you. They took 12 shirts, six of whom were from Parkinson's patients, six of whom were from non-Parkinson's patients. Okay. She correctly identified the six Parkinson's shirts. Of the non-Parkinson's shirts, she went five of six. When they told her one of them was wrong, she selected which one she was talking about and was adamant that the person had Parkinson's. Okay. Okay. Eight months later, that person was diagnosed with Parkinson's. And this is a human? This is a human. Whoa. Are you sure this isn't a dog human? This was a human who could smell. Because I was looking up, like, service animals and uses. And then one of the headlines that came up on Google, like, on page three. I always like to jump in and like, get yeah. a little weird. Was, like, woman can smell Parkinson's. And I was like, all right, I'm in. You're like <laughs> the one who's scrolling down the Google homepage. Yeah. Or the Yahoo homepage. And it says sponsored ad. You're like, yeah, I want yeah, that I one. Yeah, I want that one. I want, I that, want one. that one. I'm the guy who keeps your clicks up. <laughs> I keep your clicks up. But yeah, so woman could smell Parkinson's. Yeah, That's I just nuts. like when people get service dogs, but they're like little wiener dogs. Like, what is that? Dog? It's a liberty hound. How dare you? It's a, it's a wiener. <laughs> it can, it can, it's a 4th of July dog. Yeah, it can smell when I'm about to have diabetes attack. Um, I saw one where actually the, what, the reason a little dog was the perfect service dog is because the woman, she... she Pops her head against the ground. Ooh. Um, and so what the little dog does is actually like nuzzles into her neck, and basically she has no angle. Oh wow! So she can't. God, what a cool dog! Right, and that's when I was like, "You need one for your diabetes." Dog, that's, dog I, pillow. I, I, that's when I was like, "Okay, that's we, a person." Let's who just needs get you tested. Let me get I've you a dog. been tested. Oh, let's do it again. So we can get you a dog. Here's the thing, though. Let's I don't just buy a just, just apply for a service get, dog. Yeah, I don't want to get tested because I think you're rooting for me to fail. So you can get a service dog. We can take it everywhere we go. But, but then I'm going to be service dog jerk guy. No. Can I pet it still? See? I See? don't care. I don't care. Thank you for listening to this episode 131 of yes. uh, Nerd Thug Radio. You Correct. Got it there. Uh, don't forget the podcast will drop today at 6.01 p.m. Uh, we're here on this FM 104.5 106.1 every Monday and Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. Um, join us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Dead Ned here. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. <laughs>